0: Welcome to Live From Lockdown, you got Zach and Dom once again keeping you company in self-isolation. I think technically we don't need to be in our houses right at the moment, Dom. I think we might be able to do this in person if we wanted to.
1: But would I be able to give you a hug, Zach? Would I be able to give you a hug is the big question.
0: Well, hugs are still out, aren't they?
1: Uh, you're Probably right. I mean, I could give you that elbow touch thing. Because what about the news of the weekend, if you've seen Zach Mander's Instagram page... I can't believe this is this has just been announced without you know hints being dropped on the podcast or or any kind of big build up. But you you are you are months off being a dad.
0: That's right. My wife is pregnant. We are expecting a child later this year. It's very exciting times at my house.
1: I mean, you you could argue you are already a dad to snacks and Fuji. And possibly the 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 possum. I mean, maybe the possum. There's a we are
0: we are adding the first human child to our (laughs) family.
1: (laughs) Yes, the ever growing family. Well, congratulations. I mean, this is actually this is the first time we've actually spoken, you know, in person rather than messenger since I saw the post. And you
0: didn't know either, did you?
1: No. Well, this is the thing, right? Zach and I sat down to record on Friday afternoon. And Friday night, I was just scrolling through my, my Facebook feed and I saw your wife's post. And I sort of had to double take for a minute because I've told you this, but I thought it was saying that you guys were getting a new dog. I thought it was an announcement that you were going to get a third dog. And I was like, oh, isn't well, that the lovely? Well, the post
0: was of the, the whole family with the dogs. Yes. And... And so Dom messaged me and he said, oh, for the first 10 minutes, I thought you guys were adding another dog to the family. And this is not a word of a lie. Mm. You were not the only person to think that. (laughs) There was another and that other person was four years old. (laughs) So I'm not sure what that says about your reasoning. Yeah. It could be a very advanced four-year-old.
1: Yeah, I'm sure he is. That's what I'm thinking. That it's it's maybe it's about because this is the thing about kids. They think outside the box, and maybe that's Don't what they? I'm able to do. So they're
0: not they're not restricted by yeah. our common structure of thought patterns.
1: Exactly, but but see, this is that was where my mind went, and then when it all clicked for me, it I realized that as I was sitting there talking to you Friday afternoon, you'd probably been editing the photo or getting the photo ready. I mean, I imagine by that stage, the photo had even been taken. You were ready to go, no, weren't you? No, oh, that it was, was an pretty quick thing.
0: turnaround between the photo and uploading, and that was Friday afternoon. Right. Would you like the behind the scenes of a pregnancy announcement? Yeah,
1: I, I really would. How did that come about?
0: Well, the we're past the first trimester mm. by a fair bit, actually, and that's usually the time around the first trimester. Afterwards is usually the time people start to make. A public announcement because that's the generally where the most risk is in that first three months and so um we had some time and we would try to organize what we were going to do and we wanted to do a family photo with the dogs and my idea was that everyone would wear skivvies like, sure. like skivvies yeah my wife pointed out that maybe people wouldn't understand that we were doing it ironically <laughs> And you know how you see those like Southern, particularly, I think like Southern American, maybe in South America, uh, like the Southern States of America, Mm. you often see online those albums of like, here are these hilariously lame pregnancy announcements. Yeah, And I was like, well, I don't want people to think that it's like a serious glamour shot. Do you know what I mean? I want people to sure. think, realize that it's like there's an irony to it. You need, and so you need she to suggested,
1: irony, don't you, on social media? You can't, it's hard to yeah, go subtle. Hard. Subtle's hard.
0: And so I was like, oh, I hope people realize that it's meant to be like, a, it's meant to be a funny thing. And she suggested, the other factor was finding skivvies for everyone because mm-hmm. two greyhounds, two humans, and also yeah. a baby-sized skivvy. Was going to be difficult because we've tried to find skivvies before oh. for videos, Dom. They're harder yeah. than you
1: think. You'd be really surprised how difficult it is. If you want a, a turtleneck skivvy, right, you can, get, you can get skivvies which might even slightly encroach upon the neck. But if you want a yeah. proper turtleneck skivvy, really hard to find.
0: And so we decided against that. She suggested denim jackets because we knew that we could find ones for the dogs. Sure. And she already yep. had one. So I, I was the only one who needed to purchase one and we needed to purchase one for... A baby as well. Mm. And that ticked my memory of my love of The Outsiders, which you'd know, Dom. Yes. The 80s movie slash book Mm. with Ponyboy and the Robert Frost poem, Nothing Gold Can Stay. And I thought, yes, I'm on board with the denim. And so we, it was only, it took me a while to find a denim jacket because all the shops were shut. So that's why why it took so long. And then after we recorded on Friday, I'm like, I'm just going to go buy one from the shop. I was trying to look in thrift shops. I wanted like an old one, you know, but they were all shut down. No one's donating to thrift shops. They're not getting new stock. Yeah. And so, anyway, I just bit the bullet and I thought, I said to my wife, I go, let's just do it this afternoon. Let's get it done. We went to the park, took a photo. Unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, but this was the risk you have to take is it's quite you're out in public and you're holding up a baby's sized (laughs) denim jacket. People are going to know what you're doing. And so like, yeah, we saw a number of our neighbors looking out the window. Um, And one of them came over to try to help us. Another one who was looking out the window who... It's very nice. I'm not saying it's not nice. I'm just saying it's, it's just that was what we had to be prepared to do. It is like a little bit like you kind of have to... Sarah said afterwards as we were packing up, she's like, I wish I had told her that we're doing it as a joke. Like that we, (laughs) we didn't think that this would be like a really classy way (laughs) to announce a a baby's arrival
1: arrival. I'm interested to know though, because I think in terms of the big announcements you make on social media engagement, and birth like having a baby are the two big ones i'd say baby is just above engagement so in terms of the feedback you're going to get the the calls that are going to come in the messages the texts over the next few hours after you get that post up it's somewhat overwhelming so when you press post i think your wife posted it on facebook and you on instagram was that an agreed upon split
0: well no because we both posted it on um instagram but uh she has quite a private account
1: right sure Okay, so, so so
0: you know we have different accounts on Instagram, but on Facebook, because you, you get tagged in it so you can share it, you know yeah, but you can't yeah. share a post on that's fair. on Instagram. There was no discussion over, are you thinking that, you know, it'll be like, I? because when you're a couple, you share things, don't you? So it's not Mm. like, oh, well, I'll get the Facebook likes and you get the Instagram likes. To believe it or not, Dom, uh, the amount of likes you get is actually a very small portion of the consideration when you're having a baby. (laughs) That's not high on the list of It's like, well, you know, I haven't had much Instagram content lately. Do you want to commit to a lifelong... (laughs) our commitment to raising a child, bringing a human into the world. And it's like, yeah, that would be really good for my stats.
1: (laughs) Okay. But tell me about the, like, when you press post on those, those posts, do you kind of just like, just prepare yourself? Like how long is the lag before that first call comes through? Is it a minute? Is it five?
0: Well, it's, it's interesting because you and I, we've made videos online for a few years Mm. and we've had things, you know, fortunately, Some things blow up online. And it's funny because when you have a big life event, it's like going locally viral, isn't it? (laughs) Yes. It's like you're viral within the family because these are all people you know. And the numbers are relatively small compared to, you know, what we've made viral videos. Definitely but it's big news in a small group. And so you are going viral in your family. And I was getting a lot of, it made me realize that I don't have a lot of my extended family members phone numbers. Cause I'm getting a lot of congratulations texts from numbers that I didn't have names in my phone at. And so you kind of have to decipher who it is. And you're like, Oh, ha, ha, that's uncle Greg. <laughs> so as did, I'm scrolling did you go, did back you, through our history of okay, right. messages.
1: Cause that would be, I mean, if it was an extended family member and you replied and said, who's texting me. That's kind of <laughs> that no, you never do
0: away. that. You try to ask questions to figure out who it is. but no, I didn't need to do that because I did have a. I I have a thing where I just don't put people's numbers in when I when I first message them. And that's so right. usually I try to figure out through context through previous messages. I'm like, who's
1: this number again?
0: Oh, yeah. that's right Uncle Greg.
1: Yeah how late into the night were the messages coming through? Do they go all, all through I don't the night? Know. You all know? your
0: questions, it's remarkable that I'm having a child, Dom. No, no. And all no. your questions are around the likes that come in
1: on no, Facebook. No, that's not true. I'm saying, these are my early questions. I'm just talking <laughs> yeah. about the re- the reaction because it is, you drop it for, for anyone, all your friends and family, it is the dropping of a bombshell and it's done. You know, you, the moment you press post, it's just like this, this massive news event just breaks in your local community. And I guess- Well, I'll tell you what I
0: did think, Dom. I'll sure. tell you what I did yeah. think. Is it was the most liked Facebook thing I've had probably ever
1: mm.
0: Which I think it should be yeah, yeah. But I, I don't have very many Facebook friends I have mm. quite a small Facebook community And I'm not one of those people who add everyone Like I know you have been in oh, the past oh, Shut up I I'm not been. sure if the borders are stronger these days with coronavirus <laughs> And whatnot, are you letting everyone in or <laughs> no. have you reviewed your boundaries?
1: <laughs> okay, when I was in high school particularly, I did add everybody from my grade and I think the two grades above and the two grades below. So I think I had almost everybody from that that school community on Facebook for a while there because I thought that was the aim, connect to everybody you know, build your networks, make new friends. But these days, I will say, harsher.
0: I will say out of my Facebook friends, only about... Between, somewhere between maybe a third of people, or mm. maybe maybe less than that, maybe a quarter of the my Facebook friends liked the post. And it made me think, well, so what's that? You know, 75% of people didn't. And I'm like, well, can you be my Facebook friend? Yeah. Surely if any post you're ever going to like, mm. it's going to be either, you know, a pregnancy or a baby arriving or a big relationship milestone. That's what Facebook is that's his bread and butter. Mm. And I'm like, you're going to have these peaks of posts. Now, I understand you're not going to like the ones of someone sharing a controversial, <laughs> uh, a, a political opinion. I understand that you might not like the one of the coffee they had that that morning, but you'd think that a pregnancy announcement would be the one that you'd like. And so I started to think, are these people really my friends?
1: It's a good question. Did they not
0: see it? Maybe I've been hidden.
1: I don't know. Well, but but you're talking. If you're saying seventy five percent of the people you have on Facebook didn't, I think you need to conduct an audit. One by one, send a message out saying, "Hey,
0: hey, did, did you,
1: you see this? <laughs> did you see this? If so, you might
0: want to reconsider no, yes. your thoughts on whether or not you're going to react to it. <laughs> uh, there will yes. be a review at five pm tonight, and <laughs> people who haven't reacted will be culled. <laughs>
1: Well, you know that I did a big Facebook cull a few years ago. It's it can be it can be quite therapeutic at times. I I ultimately did that because my entire Facebook feed was filled with people I didn't know, largely. That's because... right. Didn't we do? Didn't we do a thing
0: where you you maintained that you knew everyone, and That's we went right. through like the first five people that came up, and you couldn't remember where they were from? <laughs>
1: yes. So I did do a big Facebook. Cull. I mean, the other part of that was I was starting to get a lot of anti-vax and, and similar sort of stuff on my feed that I didn't really want to see a lot of. And so I thought, well, you know, like it's one thing to be seeing that that sort of content come through from people you know, but when it's filling your yeah. feed from people who you don't remember even why you added them, it's a different matter. So I I have been much harsher on my borders since then, but I, I think maybe, Zach, maybe it is time for a Facebook call because some people can get the grace of thinking it didn't come up in their timeline or or maybe they're not on Facebook all the time. But there would have to be at least a handful who saw it and probably felt happily about it, but didn't give you that like.
0: Well, to be fair, I haven't. I, well, here's the other thing about face about um, pregnancy announcements. If you have some pregnancy announcements in your own circles and they come up in your Facebook feed, you're probably not going to notice them like. Mm. You got to yeah. comment for the person to register the name. Yeah, I feel so. like because there's a lot of likes that... And Facebook doesn't show you all the likes, doesn't it? It goes like Dom, yeah. Faye, um, you know, Dom Faye and Michael Parente and others liked mm. your photo. And you never really see the and others. But if yep. there's a comment, it's kind of like when you're sending around the card in the office, the happy <laughs> birthday card. Yeah, You're going to remember the people who write more. The people who write HB, D... F for Happy Birthday Dom Fey mm. from Zach. You're not really. That's not going to register much. Yeah, you may.
1: Well, to be honest, I always feel like they ruin my birthday. Anyone who who's going to give a message <laughs> like that, I'd rather not hear from you. Because honestly, do you know what I do? Yeah.
0: I find the best message on the card. Yeah. And if it's like if if you've written a poem and it's like a, a custom uh, poem from Dom Faye, I'll mm. write next to it where you put Dom, I'll put and Zach. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's and just good. jump on the back of someone else's because by that stage good. it's never going back to you you're never going to see it again
1: yeah that's not bad although so you
0: don't know that i've piggybacked off your palm
1: i do remember a year or so ago i don't remember if it was last year's birthday or the year before but you instead of giving me a card you sent me a photo of a card that you said you bought for me a pauline Hansen card which was very funny but it only occurred to me a few weeks later <laughs> that that card might not have been necessarily for me that you no, might. It
0: was actually, that's not a bad okay. tactic, but it was, I had <laughs> yeah. forgotten to give it to you. And then it was a couple of days past your birthday. I forgot to bring it to the radio show mm. and I found it in the cupboard because I had bought it weeks before. Cause I had seen it and I thought, well, I might not ever be in this store again. Sure. So sure. I'll buy this for Dom. And then I forgot about it. I thought, well, the birthday's gone now, isn't it? And I'm like, well, really the fun of it, is just reading the front page of the card.
1: Yeah, you weren't going to write so something thought, strong just, and heartfelt in the middle, were you? No, of course not. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. And so <laughs> so I'm like, well, I'll just take a photo of it and that will be the enjoyment. I'll send <laughs> that to it, And then it, yeah. it wasn't until afterwards I thought, well, this is good because I can reuse the card for someone else. <laughs> I didn't though, to be honest. I don't know where that card is. I haven't used it for someone else. It was kind of the card that it, I probably wouldn't be comfortable giving it to someone else mm. because... Uh, I don't know. You know, I knew that you'd find it funny and I'm not comfortable guessing that someone else would find it funny.
1: Well, because it was a it, it used one of Pauline Hansen's favorite phrases in a comedic birthday way. I think it said way. please
0: explain why you how look so young. young or yeah, something like that. That,
1: that yeah. was it. Right? So so you might give it to somebody who maybe has a Pauline Hansen allegiance. I mean, they might enjoy it though. They might not see it as a joke at Pauline Hansen, they might That's see it I mean. as support. That's It's hard. Yeah, it's a hard one. Well, you could hold you, that could be for your kid's first birthday. I mean, if you if that's sitting around <laughs> next next, I, October. I think
0: at one year old they're not very self conscious about mm. how youthful they look. Yeah, I don't think one year olds look at two year olds and think, <laughs> "Oh man, you've aged."
1: That's a good point. Well, speaking of later down the track with this with this kid, are you mm. are you open? Have you are you the sort of people who would do a gender reveal? Uh,
0: well, are we the type of people... I don't know how to answer that, but I'll say that we probably won't know.
1: You went to a gender reveal. Okay.
0: Well, what's the type of people? What does that mean? That seems like very... We're drawing lines between <laughs> no, types of people.
1: No. I'm just, Okay, I phrased it poorly. I was just wondering, would, are you thinking of a gender reveal? That was my curiosity. Because I see some people no. who do it... Uh, you know, some people obviously wait until the day to find out the gender... Others find out, but keep it a secret. And then there's some who, you know, will do a big, I don't know, there's a a massive balloon in the sky and they'll shoot, you know, a bow and arrow at it and it pops and blue feathers go everywhere. That's a pretty good one. If you're interested, by the way. Did you just make that up? I did actually.
0: Are they dying feathers or are we finding a blue bird and harvesting (laughs) from them? (laughs)
1: Oh, <laughs> well, you'd probably find Where a have these feathers come from? Yeah, they're dyed feathers in my scenario.
0: And are they donated by the peacock or are they forceful, forcefully removed?
1: Look, you can get fake feathers. It doesn't really... The, I, I'm not really demanding that someone goes and plucks a peacock for the gender review.
0: I personally feel about that idea. The idea of a burst of feathers falling from the sky mm. might look like <laughs> that a bird has just <laughs> been hit by a plane. <laughs> like, it's been sucked through the engine. I, I don't feel yeah. like that's as magical as you think it might be. Well,
1: especially if, if it's a girl and the feathers are red. Oh, yeah. Or pink. That's did it, did you? Yeah.
0: You didn't have... Your brother's wedding didn't have doves, did it?
1: No, it didn't have doves. No, it had no. fireworks.
0: Is yeah, that, the, that might be where
1: I'm getting confused. Fireworks were the bigger feel I had. Although I have been to a wedding where doves were released. Did it go well? No, it didn't go well. Then. well what my, so, my understanding, I wasn't near, so this sort of happened at, at, outside the ceremony towards the end, and I wasn't nearby in the vicinity. I only saw it from a distance, but there was some poo involved that got on one of the right. bridesmaids' dresses. I think that Ooh. was the story. Yeah. Mm. So, always a risk when you're working with live animals, isn't it, that poo could be a, a, a factor? Um, and yet, doves certainly less look uh, look less cute and heavenly when they're pooing So, but but a nice idea. I mean, I the reason I ask that like, is because I feel like you would come up with a really creative gender reveal.
0: Like, like, have you seen the ones where people do burnouts?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm and not. The,
0: sh- and the ties are. I don't know how they do it, but the ties are like have a, the smoke produces either blue or mm. or pink.
1: See, I'm more thinking what you could do, Zach, is that you could use your veggie garden to spell out boy or girl in like a certain plant yeah. or or vegetables, well, that's and pretty then pretty f- difficult fly the because family how over. Long...
0: <laughs> what you could do here's yeah. an idea. Sure. Mm, I don't know if this pink and blue, yeah, possibly is. I think what you do is you grow different coloured carrots.
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: Because you're pulling it out of the that's ground great. and it's a reveal.
1: Yeah, there's a great uh, The
0: difficulty is that carrots take about four months to grow. And sure. so by the time you found out the gender and started growing the carrots, the <laughs> child would have been born. <laughs> but what you could do is, in advance, yeah. when you first found out you're pregnant. Yes, I like that. What you could do is you could grow both <laughs> and remember which is which. <laughs>
1: You'd want to keep really strong records, though, wouldn't you? You wouldn't yes. want to, you wouldn't want to mix that. One well, up. you're not broadcasting
0: it live, though. That's I true. mean, maybe some people do, mm-hmm. but I think it's a pre-recorded situation.
1: That's true. So, um, in my mind, you've got the friends and family gathered, but you know, in this scenario, that's probably different. right. Well, the, well uh, the coronavirus, mate. Well, that's the other question I had. I know there's been a bunch of news articles about people who are going with COVID-themed names for babies born this year. Um, what have
0: that, there, What have there been?
1: there's been well COVID I think has been a, a name that's actually been somewhat popular uh, throughout the year so, personally
0: I probably don't want to name my child after a pandemic that's just my <laughs> choice
1: well I because I, I agree with you and I also think like come here COVID like it's not a very nice it's it's the sort of thing when you parent when you ask your parents when you're growing up where did my name come from you don't want to hear oh it was a disease that shut down the world and killed many like it's it sort of is you want to hear it was a name that we both really loved and and you know someone who we loved the most in our life had that name that's the sort of story you want to hear but i know people are giving them that name because i think the reasoning is about well then they'll always know that they were born in the midst of these uncertain times and you know as we look back on history it will it will be a, a nice reminder of them of, of where they've come from
0: uh yeah, i understand that not for me?
1: No. <laughs> well, COVID probably... SARS you, you is out of the question COVID.
0: as well. Uh, I think...
1: What about the black Spanish
0: death? flu. Black death. <laughs> and there won't be a little black death running around.
1: Oh, no, the black death is coming.
0: You've awoken the black death. Oh, no. Uh, no, we won't be doing that. Okay. The Also, you bring up COVID. Uh, someone mm. on Instagram, I'm sorry, I forget who it was, did yeah. mention something around the baby coming out of isolation. In the sense of uh well, you must have been bored in isolation, or we know what you're up to in isolation uh, it was actually this all kicked off mm. is the language I use before <laughs> actually before the pandemic, if you do the math yeah, and sure. so sure that was what happened when everyone started to make those jokes about uh was it the quarantines in twenty thirty there yeah, would be yep. All these babies hitting their teenage years who were conceived during the isolation period, mm. and I was like, "Oh no, like, where, like my child will be in a cohort with those children."
1: Oh, you're so right, and and it's gonna but, your child is but gonna slightly to, older. Your child is gonna have to clarify for its lifetime in school at least. Yeah. my well, I mean that depends. Firstly, you. Well, I don't. To I think by child. then,
0: no one's gonna be have any thoughts about it
1: yeah look you're you're probably right but it is something where i can imagine your kid saying no 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 it was before the lockdown (laughs) mom and dad (laughs) mom and dad have been clear and i've seen the data it was definitely pre-lockdown i'm not with you guys i'm because your your child is actually in a sense almost the the last of the pre-coronavirus cohort if you know what i mean the very last I mean, very we, we, close, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're getting into some interesting terminology and areas, so I'll I'll, I'll be careful. But it's just the last. it just got the cutoff just in time. So, but it, look, it, the the other thing I wanted to bring up, Zach, was the hints on the podcast because I said you didn't drop any hints, um, and you said to me that you did drop a couple of hints. One to me off air, which was that you had to delay the podcast.
0: Well, I don't think that it would be an issue that anyone would ever pick up, but. Mm. When you are hypersensitive to revealing things. Yes. Uh, in your mind, you start to think, oh, people will put that together and this together. And so sure. I did have to reschedule something because of a doctor's appointment. I do understand mm. that you, it's not really a common thing to follow up. Well, why are you going to the doctor? Yeah. Because, obviously, that would be awkward as hell and <laughs> yes. an invasion of privacy. <laughs> yes. um, so, I understand that you weren't going to follow that up, but I thought maybe you-, you could put it together with some other information. I mentioned Sarah was off pizza. Mm. You probably don't know the background, but that would that's quite a significant thing. She loves pizza. Yeah, uh, sure. So, why would you be suddenly off pizza? Well, because... Your yeah. body's
1: changing the, Well the other one that I wondered if this was linked Was early on in the podcast You said you'd been clearing out the spare room That you hadn't unpacked Yeah since that's you moved it in. That's,
0: That that's was the nursery? linked actually Yeah because we bought we bought a cot
1: Yeah yeah sure Right so you've had to be and, really um, strategic With your positioning of the camera for this podcast Yeah that as
0: well. was the other one actually Well the room I was a metre away from the cot the whole time And you never knew
1: Oh wow <laughs> What a reveal <laughs> geez that's that so hang on you you recorded the podcast from the future nursery and i had no idea Mm -hmm. that's that's correct you're playing with fire i mean when you've got a big reveal now the
0: big reveal yeah male or female we're thinking of dom as the name
1: (laughs) dominica or dominic well you can just go with dominique That's the French female's name. I mean, yeah, I'm flattered. And I did get a message on Instagram saying something along the lines of, you must be happy for Zach. He's raised you over the past (laughs) four years. He's ready for this.
0: Well, this is the best training, isn't it? <laughs>
1: it's like, I've
0: always seen myself as a parental figure.
1: <laughs> well, I know that um, that some the schools in America will give you know their students or or in, in some birthing classes in preparation for for people having babies will give people um like dolls to look after, sort of to get used to feeding them and having that sort of routine for a little while. You could potentially argue that that was the role you played for me for four years.
0: Well, to my child, you won't be... Sometimes people's, uh, you know, the parents' uh, social circles might be known as uncle and auntie, even though they're not biologically uncles or aunties. But you won't be Uncle Dom. You'll be Brother Dom. <laughs> and you they would be treated... it would be like, oh... We'll be like, no, un- uh, Brother Dom sits in the back with the other kids. It's-
1: <laughs> Why, Dom kid-
0: looks a lot larger than us, but he still sits at the kids' table. Yeah, well... <laughs> Because of his love of chicken nuggets.
1: But what happens if your kid says, "Hey, Dad, why, why can can brother Dom never come over to visit? What are you gonna say?"
0: Oh well, Skype's close enough, <laughs> and I think for that generation they'll be used to that.
1: Well that's well, because true.
0: Because they've they you know they've been yep. they've grown in the womb during a pandemic yeah, where we were all zooming. True.
1: Well, look, as someone who was partially raised by you, you're going to be a brilliant father. I'm very happy Thank for you. you and your wife. It's it's phenomenal news. I imagine the next few months are full of preparation. Is that right in terms of... Are you painting a well, nursery? No, you- the
0: uh, No, we're not going to paint. I uh, don't really know. The It hasn't hit the point of... I think the last kind of three months is where it really ramps up yeah, sure. in the sense of where you have to be prepared. But with coronavirus, there's been... A lot of impacts, obviously, you usually... Well, I think it's not mandated by law, but I think Mm. a lot of people go to classes where you learn different things about the birthing and particularly Mm. the first couple of weeks of having a newborn. I don't
1: know how that's going to work.
0: I doubt that's going to happen. I think, I guess it might be via
1: Zoom? But there'd have to be a lot of people in, in your position yeah you know certainly. who are waiting on a baby at the moment. Have you heard anything about about what the changes to to the usual protocol will be?
0: Well, this hasn't impacted me yet because I think it's uh, case by case with medical facilities, but lots of people, their partner can't come in with them for appointments because yeah, right. they obviously that's halving the amount of people that are coming in and out of medical facilities. So that's been hard. On a lot of people because you're doing scans where you're seeing the baby and you're hearing the baby's heartbeat and mm. sometimes the partner can't can't be there for that oh, uh obviously you can't gather for prenatal classes uh, baby showers obviously oh, have no been baby out. Shower, yeah it's been hard on on you know future mothers i know a few stories you know myself included or my wife included where you're isolated from people congratulating you so you yeah, can't yeah. be hugged you can't be embraced yeah. and so it is great that we can communicate over zoom and stuff like that but it's it's definitely not the same
1: yeah no i, I can imagine i mean you, the the hope i suppose is that by october you know when the baby's due that everything will be as close to back to normal as possible if not you know clo- back to normal entirely you know I so that you, so. you can so. have I you think know the grandparents hugging of it, the baby in, and stuff i have heard
0: of uh, stories around the world i'm not sure if this was in australia or not but mm. I, I where no one's allowed into the hospital at all
1: yeah and yeah. then you got to
0: take the baby home and because people were in lockdown uh, you know the grandparents it might be weeks months yeah. before they see the child and obviously months in a baby's life is really significant they're going to be way bigger if a three-month-old compared to a newborn mm. and so you know those are the types of flow-on effects from a pandemic
1: yeah well i don't
0: really think of
1: a friend of mine is um is a midwife and she told me similar things that especially at the start of this it was a situation where partners weren't allowed in and she said all the um all the new mums ended up becoming really good friends because they didn't have anyone else there to talk to and they've started mm. like a social group that are uh, that's still catching up via zoom all the time so i guess there's well, that, silver linings
0: yes well my friends who have children a lot of their social groups, they met in prenatal classes and stuff like that. Yeah, right, okay. And so, you know, it can have a flow-on effect in, of years if these are friends that you would have made and be friends with 10 years later. Mm. If you never go to those classes, you never form those relationships.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's I guess there's going to be a whole bunch of uh, Zach becoming a dad content we can do in life from the lockdown now, isn't there? That's that's the exciting thing we can offer. I mean, if, if we were still on the late night show... There would have been, we would have actually, you know, had you bottle feeding me and all these sorts of things, I reckon. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 100%. There'd be some type of naming <laughs> yeah. competition. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who gets naming rights of the baby.
1: Yeah, yeah. We, You know, we would have had probably a joke for a few weeks about, would are we willing to sponsor the baby's name if, if someone calls in? You know, the, the all these sorts of things. We would have. I, I'm still. Of the phone in, regardless
0: of whether, regardless of whether they want to throw any money my way, mm. Little Bunnings I think has yeah. a really good ring to it.
1: It's actually quite. It's it you is know, quite a nice name.
0: I love the Holman 150 mil wedge ring gauge. <laughs> <range. laughs> Little Holman's not bad.
1: Yeah, you'd have to put 150 mil though in the middle name, so you knew which yeah, one you're talking about, right? Because you don't want to. Well, make, you don't want to make people go and get the 120 mil.
0: Are there rules against... I imagine you can't name your kid like a trademarked name. It's
1: interesting, so you certainly yeah.
0: could, you couldn't I don't think you could call it Big Mac or Mickey well, Mouse.
1: see, I had this inst- interesting instance a few years ago. Uh, this is some, some friends of mine who told me a story from a church they were at that there was somebody there who tried to call their child Jesus and, sorry, no, it wasn't well, you Jesus do that No, it wasn't Jesus It was God hey, they tried to call is a their very kid. common name No, God They wanted to call their kid yeah, God, well, you, right? You
0: might not be able to do that <laughs>
1: Because well, they. God thought, Free is a name Well, that's true But I think their thinking was Everyone, you know A lot of people who are of faith Even not of faith Will pick names from the Bible um, why not why can't just go, you go with the
0: big one? <laughs> just go straight to the
1: top. And they were really upset that, um, that the, they'd been told, I think they put in the application and got rejected, that they weren't allowed to name their kid God, which is um, like, I understand it to an extent because it would be weird to be walking through a shopping centre and hear someone saying, if you don't come back here right now, God, you're not getting any McDonald's on the way home.
0: I would love it, though, because when they called people, mm. they could be like, this is the voice of God. Imagine if that, they became a train driver. That's ding, true. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> this is the voice of God. Next stop,
1: Roma Street. What? Or their friends I mean, own, God's yeah.
0: really involved with the nitty-gritty these days. <laughs>
1: Their friends could always say God is with us. I mean, there's so much potential. There's so much potential, really, isn't there? It might be hard to explain to them if they grow up religious what Easter is and why it's not a threat to them. That might be a little bit. Yeah. That might be a little bit confusing.
0: Imagine if they were born on Christmas. Oh, it would be I very mean, confusing.
1: <laughs> it'd be so confusing. So, look, uh, uh, in terms of the naming scenario, probably don't try to go with God. Apparently, they also found out that Lucifer and Satan are banned as well. Which,
0: How um, did that come out? That wasn't two and three, was it? That's a sharp turn.
1: <laughs> no, I, I think they just got provided with... The family got provided with a list of band names. The names you're not allowed to call your kid. And Lucifer, Satan yeah, naming, and are on there.
0: Naming is an interesting one because people talk about... You know, some people... Everyone has... Well, the other thing is I actually have a lot of children in my family this year, Dom. Mm. Um being born. So really? The a lot of my siblings are pregnant. Wow. And so and we're the last of a list of four. So we're the fourth.
1: Jeez. That's a big year and in the family.
0: It's a huge year. Wow. And so it was kind of funny because you know, it was already a big year. We were the last to announce it, but mm. I obviously knew ahead of time. Because there's a period of time that you know and not no one else knows, mm. and uh, everyone was talking about how hectic it is, and I kept thinking it's going to be a lot more hectic in a couple of months. <laughs> sure, so that was kind of fun. Yeah, but and also the... you, you're gonna
1: have um you're gonna have a proper kids table at family Christmas. Is there four That's kids true. all born in the same That's year? True.
0: Well, they're all you know we all live in similar areas as well, so I think it's a possibility if we stay in these areas they'll all be in the same grade. Oh, how but lovely. the um but it does make it difficult with names because there's going to be 3 people in front of us. Yeah, and sure. And so it's you know you've got to be a bit strategic do you talk about it as a group do you do you make a list and just have some backups in case one of yours gets taken does it really matter mm. if your kid has the name same name as their cousin?
1: Oh, it's tr- it's a tricky one. See the main thing coming to my mind why that matters is Christmas day presents under the tree they're going to have to you know, distinguish, oh, which Chris is this for? Do you know what I mean? Like, you, you want when- I'll tell
0: you a good story about that. I've yeah. got a cousin, child, sure. named Jack, mm. and I'm Zach, an adult. Yeah. And my grandparents, mm. actually I think this is my great aunt, so my grandparents' sister,
1: mm.
0: have cursive writing, as a lot of people of that age do. Yeah. And they write Zs, you know, like as a big three
1: yeah sure <laughs>
0: and then the other thing you have which is a big problem with the system is you've got three-year-olds handing them out
1: yeah yeah that's it's, it's and so, very true it's and someone cute, passes it to me but it's not thorough and
0: so the big the big three the cursive Z looks like a j It look mm. and look like a cursive j and especially to a four-year-old and so they give me this thing and they say there you go zach i open it it's a keychain uh <laughs> torch in the shape of a squishy dog. <laughs> I thought it was really weird. I'm like, that's a very strange gift. But I'm like, I'm not going to point out that it's a strange gift. I'll be nice and sure. I'll go up to them yeah. and I'll thank them. I, I said, this will come in so this will come in handy. Thank you so much. And they looked at me really weird and they go, we didn't give you a present. And they're like, that's not for you. And I like felt so bad because not only did I open someone else's present, a, a child's present, Jack's, yes. but they, because of the performance I did, they thought I really liked it. (laughs) And so, like, I was actually fine to give it up because, you know, I have no use for this child's (laughs) toy. But because I didn't want to make them feel bad because they'd given me this weird gift, I really went hard on how much I liked it.
1: Uh, And the risk is you you might now end up getting it next Christmas, right? Because this is always the thing. When you try to... Because I've been in a similar position. I think I might have told you the story when I went searching for presents and found what was actually like Star Wars Lego, which was for one of my cousins, not for me, but I assumed it was for me. So I went to tell Mum how excited I'd be for that as a gift and ended up with her getting it for me as well. And this is the problem, right? If you oversell how much you want something to make someone feel better when you don't want it, you will end up getting it as a gift another time.
0: So it is very, I guess that is a risk then, isn't it? And you don't want to have, because you know, if you have a fairly common name, you might be Matt M., yeah Or Matt D yeah. At school On the roll They yes. use the letter of your last name And some people don't like that And so I guess you don't want that in your own family
1: No and also there's all, there's going to be Like naming labels of things all over the place Like whose school hat is this It's got Matt on the inside Which one is that You know like th- that's, that's all through the life
0: Sarah's co-worker suggested Throwing out a decoy
1: Oh that's To the family up. I like that What do you think about that? yeah that's pretty good. what would your decoy be
0: don't that's use my risk. name
1: as a decoy. do not use my name as the decoy
0: no but that's that's the risk because why I don't like it is because what happens if someone really likes the decoy name yeah because names are hard because there's it's really personal taste. some people think some names are ridiculous, some people really like them mm. and so the same person who suggested this told a story which Suggests that maybe it wasn't a good plan. So, I don't know why she's sticking by it. Where she, as a joke, threw out an awful name to... I forget who it was, but someone who was close to her. Sure. She threw out an awful name. You should call it X. Which I won't say. Because I understand that there might be some people out there who named their child this. <laughs> anyway, it came to baby name and day. And they named it that. Not realizing it was a joke. No. This person has quite a dry sense of humor. No. And maybe it was not everyone understood that she was being sarcastic. And so it's named that forever. The name yeah, that she rough. thought was that's so rough. bad that she would throw it out as a joke because <laughs> no one would ever name their child that.
1: Oh, that's rough. And that's the thing, because that's on your conscience forever, right? Because either you have mm. to cut that, you have to cut... Was that a family member that, that they suggested to or a friend?
0: It was actually your mum. Oh, shut up! Well, oh, <laughs> your mum's friend.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, it was a, you, that was sharper than last episode when you had the slow run-up of the, the punchline. Yeah. You got that one better. But no, because I'm thinking if it's a family member, you have sort of stuck with him. If that's a friend, I would think I have to cut that friendship. Because otherwise, every time I'm around those people and every birthday party this kid I'm invited to, I'm going to sit there with this guilty secret of knowing that I hate your name and I suggested it as a joke. Every time no you see find them. that. Out
0: to you. Imagine if no. that your name was suggested as a joke.
1: Oh, and, and every time you see that family again, you would feel guilty and you'd feel all of that that shame that comes with it. I reckon what you gotta do is you guys have to decide on a boy and a girl's name that you love and then dibs it. You gotta send a group message around saying we're reserving mm. these names and you could copyright. Yes, them. it's funny how people don't do
0: that. do that more often. It's, yeah. it's I think it's because they want to see the child first.
1: That's fair. That's true.
0: Because people say, does it match? I haven't had this experience. Mm. People say, does the child... You know, I thought it was a William. We had Mm. William down as the name. Then when I saw it, we thought, no, he's not a William. I find it hard. Is it a vibe thing? Because to (laughs) me, all (laughs) newborns look the same. I'm like, I don't know how you can tell it was a William or not.
1: Yeah, it's a Maybe it's a feel
0: that you get when you hold it and you're like, no, it's not a William. And yeah. so I think people don't want to go too early with the name because that's it. I've thought that before. I'm like, if you like a name, just name it in advance. You know it's coming.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's just getting the paperwork done early. Uh, and and you, if you sent that around as a group text, we're dibsing these names. No one can go near them. And people didn't respect that. Then I mean, you've got a you've got a real family dispute on your hands. Because I reckon most people, to like, if that happened in my family, I honestly think it would be universally respected, and you'd have that name reserved. Because this is the worst problem, is that you spend the next few months building up, finding a name you really love, and then like a few weeks or maybe a month or two before your kid is born, one of the other kids is born, that name's gone.
0: Well, I think the safety is you divide this probability by 50%, mm. roughly, because of the split between boys and girls' names. Yeah. And so out of, I think there's five in the family, mm. uh, one's already gone wasn't a name we were considering that's safe. So there's four, there's three left ahead of us. Yeah. And so, you know, half of those probably won't be the same sex. Yeah. And so, so it's really maybe one other. And then with uh, my sisters, there's actually one that might cross over a little bit, but, you know, we have different tastes in names. Mm. I'm fairly sure there's not going to be a crossover, but, I mean if they come out with one of our names, we have a short list. And you, it will be devastating.
1: How did you come up with that short list? Like do you look at baby name books? Did you consider names you've always liked, names from of people from shows or books you've liked? How did you come up with um, My of the list? wife
0: came up with both of them. Yeah. They're a variation of those things. So we have a front runner for a boy and a girl. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to talk about this. Um, <laughs> and
1: I could, But I can that, that's subject to
0: change See I've She said to me She has said to me Let's She said We're not going to lock any of them in mm. We're leaving it open And we're going to leave it You know we, It's a good idea to leave it open Even after the birth She sent me that message last week Because it, we, we'll give it a couple of days after the birth mm. And I replied with I'm happy to go with that on paper But in my heart It's already locked in <laughs> And so, <laughs> and she replied with, yeah, I know what you mean. And yeah. so it's hard to imagine at the moment, I know if it's a boy, it's going to be one thing. If it's a girl, it's going to be another thing.
1: Well, if, if it's a boy, Zach. It's still
0: a few months out though. So, you know, subject to change.
1: If it's a boy, I know how much you loved Hey, Hey, It's Saturday growing up. And so I know that oh it's... <laughs> you did. And So I know, I know little Daryl. <laughs> Little Daryl is absolutely coming into the world, so I won't give it away. I won't tell I won't yeah. tell anybody I'm onto it, but I know that Daryl after Daryl Summers is the way you're going.
0: Well, we you're close. <laughs> it's actually red. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> the red sign is.
1: <laughs> oh damn it. Well, wow, not Dickie. What
0: were you named after? Were you named after anything?
1: Uh I don't actually i I think it might have been they liked the meaning of my name. I think my What did it mean? That's a good question. I think mum and dad might have had one of those old baby name books, and um, they yeah. didn't my mi- they they quite liked the the meaning of my name, or maybe they just always liked my name. To be honest, it's a story I'm now thinking I should have asked more about. What about you,
0: mm, Zach? They just liked that I was nearly Dylan, after Bob Dylan. Oh, that's good. Very close, apparently. Yeah. But Zach just a name they liked. I think the um. We have been using an app. I think it's called Kinder, which mm. is a riff on Tinder. Yeah, sure. And it presents you, you connect with your partner. So, you have to like sign up to the same account or something. Mm. And then you, it presents you names and you swipe left or right. And That's cool. then it will show you after, a, you know, after you do 100, it will show you the ones that you agreed on. Oh, lovely. But we haven't agreed on any of them because I kept swiping right on ones I thought were funny. <laughs> And to be honest There was no names in there That I thought were very good anyway So my wife's like You're not taking it seriously I'm like if I did take it seriously We still would have none Because I haven't actually liked any of them
1: You don't Like that. if at the end of the day The name comes from an app Which by the way Can I say is a very misleading Mm, app I can't believe that app is called Kinder That's not at all what I thought Yeah you downloaded under
0: false pretenses (laughs) I'm
1: really filthy about that I mean surely Kinder Should be trademarking their their brand name But it is interesting Because I actually think if I saw, if I was having a baby and there was a name I was really keen on, and then I saw an article come out saying the top 20 baby names of the year and it was mm. on that list, I, I'd That's almost what I That's what I don't understand.
0: That's what my question about popular baby names. When I was a kid, mm. when I was in grade one, we had a lot of Josh's. Yes, um, yeah. My wife's name's Sarah. There was a lot of Sarah's. Mm. Um, Matt's. Um, Mark's. Yeah. Luke. So a lot of these or biblical names actually so maybe that's <laughs> the explanation but the um, the what I don't understand is is it in the zeitgeist mm. this is what I'm afraid of a little bit because I would prefer not to my wife said that she doesn't like she didn't like having a lot of Sarah's in her grade mm. is it in the zeitgeist and they all get named that at the same time because that's kind of what everyone agrees is a cool name or are people going off lists that are like the top 10 names and you go yeah i want josh it's number one
1: it's a good you know what i mean
0: which way does it happen is it a chicken or the egg because i'm thinking with the names we like i'm like they're not super common names Mm. but i'm like will they be am i just reacting to the stimulus around me that's why i like those names and then when it comes six years time when they go to school i'm like there's everyone's called daryl i don't know cloud (laughs) or whatever (laughs) and you're like Well, I see. Yeah, the seven Daryls. and you got yeah. you got Daryl S, and oh, well, that would all be Daryl S, I guess, because S would be the middle name. But you have Daryl S D and Daryl yeah. S P,
1: and you'd all you meet all the other parents in the car park, and you'd say, "Did you guys have the Hey Hey at Saturday subscription service too?" Hey, what hey, do you TV? think, in all
0: seriousness, out of Hey Hey It's Saturday, if they were named after, if they're being named after uh, TV shows? Yeah. What would we be getting? I assume there was a massive spike. See, all Harry Potter fans are kind of at childbearing age at the moment. Yeah, that's true. The likely age that people have children. Mm. Is is Harry
1: having a big spike? That's a good question. I reckon... Because it's not
0: actually... Because is it it TV shows like Stranger Things that you're about to point out? Is it things that you watch now Mm. and you go, we love that? Or is it things from your childhood and then there might be shows from or movies from 10 years ago?
1: Yeah, it's probably a bit of a mix. I oh, see the thing with Stranger Things is the four kids who are the leads in that show, you know, phenomenon of a show. And those four kids are somewhat from the early seasons onwards quite cute and i can imagine people who are maybe having a kid would feel somewhat maternal or paternal about these kids and those names might have a bit of a spike but you're right there there is an element of it's almost like a betting market there's an element of a predictability you need to do you need to be able to read the trends of what's happening to make sure you you don't pick the name because so there's a name i have always thought i remember thinking about this when i was like are you going to 15. <laughs> well, no, there's a name I thought about it. Put it out there. Put it out there. Secure well, no, it. Do, yours. I might in a second. But here's the thing. I remember thinking years ago, I love that name for a kid. I don't know where I got the stimulus from. I'd, I've never met anybody with this name in in my own life. But I really loved it. And then only like a few weeks ago, I was looking at a list of the most common boy names in Australia over the past f- five years. Yes. Yeah, and I'm like, I, I couldn't figure this out. How how have I reached? Is it like you know how design goes through different stages, where everybody who's like interior designing a place or whatever mm. likes a certain certain style and a certain aesthetic? Is it like that? Is there just this this sense of of this name? Well, is people say right that now? about
0: jokes, don't they? They yes. some people say, "Well, you stole my joke," and others, you know, I'm sure people do steal jokes, but some people say no we were just all presented with the same stimulus. Mm. And that was the third most obvious thing to come up with. You might've thought it was you yes. know, really unique at the time, but when you think about it, it was pretty obvious. Yeah. And so what was it? Was it uh, the orphan Oliver?
1: Uh, it, it, look, it might've been, it might have, but I don't, logically I don't think it came from Oliver Twist. It's possible it did, but that wasn't a conscious connection.
0: I mean, one of your favourite sayings as a child was, please, sir, can I have some more? So <laughs> maybe it was from that.
1: Well, but the funny thing is my parents very nearly called me. The, the name that they had actually agreed upon for me before changing their mind at the last minute was Campbell. So I was going to be Campbell. I mean, Zach and Campbell. Um, but this is the thing what about... could have
0: been? Sliding doors.
1: This <laughs> is the thing about Campbell is the person who became the state premier here in Queensland... Was Campbell Newman, and that would have been right at my late high school, early university years, and he wasn't the most loved um, Very state de- premier. Divisive. Very divisive state premier. It would be fair to say, certainly at some stages, and uh, and I don't think you would have wanted the name Campbell at that time. Probably like Can a few I, years ago, the name Tony took a bit of a hit, and yeah. maybe the name Donald. See, that's the hard thing yeah. with the
0: names; they change. They change throughout the years. Yeah, I'll, just, I'll finish with the Campbell Newman story, and then sure. we'll get to what's he whistling. Yeah, this was a premiere in Queensland from eight years ago. Mm. Um, quite a divisive character. A few years after he left, and probably not that many, one or two years. Yeah, have I told you where I saw him? No. I think I have told you this.
1: Oh, you might.
0: Surely I have. This he is was, overseas, I, isn't it? I saw him on a train in Paris. Yeah. I was like, that's Campbell Newman. <laughs> and then we were traveling to Versailles, which is a famous palace um, and garden. Mm. You know, what would you call that? Like property, I guess. You know, huge property, incredible gardens um, outside of Paris. And so we got off the train, and I'm like, he's getting off at the same stop. <laughs> Turns out, he was going to Versailles as well. And you go around, it's got the Hall of Mirrors, there's the palace, there's the different, you know, in different parts of the property, there's different um, dwellings and there's different gardens and there's a lake which you can row on the lake. And it's, you know, I highly recommend visiting if you're in Paris. Mm. But, you know, as a, the tourist but I was, we're going around and we're visiting everything. We're seeing all the gardens, we're seeing all the different dwellings he and his wife were sitting under a tree reading a book. And I thought, isn't that a power move? That <laughs> yep. you're, you've you got so much time here that you don't have to go around and look at everything. You don't have <laughs> to see the different things. You're going to spend it sitting under a tree reading a book
1: yeah this isn't like you haven't been given two weeks annual leave to do as we had three days
0: to see everything in paris we <laughs> yeah, were going to exactly. cram it in <laughs> yes, it's like precisely. you know we've had our 15 minute boat ride you know <laughs> rowing around this lake we got to get out <laughs> we got to keep moving we got to see everything yeah and they were just leisurely sitting under the tree reading a book and i'm like how long are you planning to be here for
1: yeah yeah It. it's uh it, and isn't it always a treat when you see someone you know from back home overseas It always feels like if they're from the same city as you, even the same country, if you're overseas and you hear an Australian accent, I remember being in the line at Disney World on a family holiday and hearing an Australian accent. And naturally, Dad had to go and find the the Australian family that we could hear. And And you feel like
0: you bond, don't you? Oh, totally. You don't really... Except when I was on the NBC tour in New York and there was Mm. a couple from Adelaide. And you're going around the group and they're asking where everyone's from. And so it's like Texas, (laughs) you know, California... Whatever. And we were by far the furthest away, the two Australians. And so mm. we said Australia and they said Australia too. And I thought we might bond over it and look at each other. And so we looked at each other and go, Where are you from? And they said Adelaide. And they said, Where are you from? I said, Brisbane. Last time we spoke to them, <laughs> the tour went for an hour and a half. <laughs> Never speak to again. I thought we might have found some new friends. Not, <laughs> yeah. not interested.
1: Well, uh, it is interesting when you put it that way because how many Australians are we surrounded by every day when you go shopping, mm. driving anywhere, whatever it might be. But there is something about finding one overseas where it feels like you found a, a family member. It's a bit funny like well, that. Well, sometimes it's also
0: if there are people in your extended friendship group. Mm. So I know I had friends who saw the parents of a friend overseas. They had never really spoken to them that much, yeah. but it feels like that you're running into you know your mum yes. and dad yeah, because it does. they you searching for anything that's familiar to you. And they caught up. They had a good chat, mm. that, and it's like well, you if you ran, there's probably the type of thing if you're at the supermarket, you'd probably pretend that you didn't know who they were. Yes,
1: you absolutely. And, you and then would.
0: suddenly, if you're overseas, it's like
1: let's have dinner. Although for Zali, as I'm now putting the pieces together, I do remember Michael. Uh, when I was in New Zealand at the same time as him three or four years ago well, New Zealand doesn't really count <laughs> okay, That's, that's basically
0: a state of, the, of Australia
1: <laughs> But he, refu- he, did, he hid the, the information that he was going until you kind of Although the remarkable
0: thing is in <laughs> Queenstown, I mean it's a pretty small place Like the chance of yeah. running into each other is really high There's like mm. not that many restaurants There's not that many, you know, shopping centres
1: <laughs> yes yeah so yeah. it is
0: hard to hide imagine yeah. if you're sitting next to each other at the shot over
1: that's it on the shot over jet and i just looked to my Did left you go and on the market. shot over of course i went on the shot over jet loved it you didn't you you thought i was going to be too much of a wimp to do it that was the insinuation of your question wasn't it i saw that no, in well your i eyes. went in
0: summer i went in summer and i found it it was very fun but it was freezing cold I and was, i wondered yes. in it winter how cold it is
1: it was really icy. You had to have. Well, your whole to be face honest, like on
0: your face, it was like it was borderline. It impacted on the enjoyment. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> yeah. I imagine in winter. Although in winter, maybe you're more prepared. Well, we Dad told were just me in jeans Dad- and a jumper.
1: No, well, Dad got us to wear balaclavas. <laughs> That's that not a sense? bad
0: idea, to be honest. I well, mean, no. you'd, feel like, you'd feel a bit silly getting on, but I feel <laughs> yeah. like you would protect yourself. Where did you get the balaclavas?
1: I don't know. Dad had them. See, I felt like it looked I'd like be asking lot...
0: questions about that.
1: Because <laughs> I felt like we're in a high-speed boat in balaclavas and it looks like we're on our way to, to rob a bank. <laughs> Well, the 360s that
0: the boat does is probably... (laughs) Wouldn't you be saying to the driver, forget the 360s, let's floor it. We don't need to be doing stunts. (laughs) Do you think that anyone's ever escaped a robbery in a jet boat? (laughs)
1: No. Well, if they haven't, they really should. Because I'm just thinking how easy it would be if you had a bank... That was like next to the a river. Have the boat waiting outside. This I'm writing a James Bond opening sequence here. By the I way, I think
0: this is actually in one of the Pierce Brosnan James Bond. Oh, it's the and really it's bad really one. one of the worst scenes you've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> which I think they might be. Are they in? Uh, are they in Italy? The is this floating city. Die
1: another day. I think it might be. It's coming What's to my it, mind. What am
0: I thinking of? It starts with V. Venice. The um, Venice. That's what I'm yeah, thinking of. Yeah. Is it in Venice where he's like flying around? the water streets in a, you know, like a jet boat. And -hmm. then he jumps up onto land and the boat goes for remarkably a long distance (laughs) scraping on the ground. Like it turns corners and it's like, (laughs) and it's like, that's so dumb. Like remarkably dumb. And I don't think I should watch it back, but I don't think it's done for humor.
1: No, I think it's
0: meant to be serious.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, uh, that was probably made around the advent of special effects and and these mm. sorts of things. And I reckon they probably thought, how cool the audience is going to find this, not how unrealistic does it look. Um, but anyway, yes, I do realise that because you've given a few. Let's wrap up cues that we've gone through a yeah, bit more an
0: hour, which is the longest <laughs> we've ever done.
1: But I think with the big news, it is justified, of course. So. Sure. Uh, uh, on behalf of everybody, because I've saw, I've seen a bunch of messages coming in from listeners. That congratulations, we'll have to get. I mean, I mean, I know we're trying to track Jenny from Tasmania down. We can get her on to to ch- to give you a congratulations too. I'm sure she'd love to know. She's part of the family here as well. Uh, um, yeah, I and mean, as well. I don't
0: know if she considers herself that, seeing as how quickly she moved on to other radio shows.
1: But <laughs> true. I'm, I think she still thinks of us. She wrote us a poem. Remember, she wrote us both poems. It was lovely. Right. Um, but uh, just before we get into what's he whistling, Zach, I would like to put an offer out there. If you would like um, lullabies whistled for you, I'm happy well, to isn't lay there track really, down. How
0: many lullabies are there? Isn't a variation on a theme?
1: Yeah, you might be right. But I could whistle a few nursery rhymes too. Old MacDonald had Are a farm. You referring?
0: Are you suggesting this because of the few TV themes we're getting? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, we got a few. Because I have we seen a, a few, few
0: messages. I guess I have seen a few messages of people saying, "I guess what the last one was," but I can't think of any themes.
1: Yeah, I, I have been surprised to see the the low uptake in TV themes. I thought people would have been all over that. Do the Pokemon theme? Sure. No, but I, we, I have got one for today. That was more as a personal offer, as a friend, as a gift to you. If you would oh, like. Oh, okay. This is not broadcast. No, no, no. This is just. I'll email them a to you privately. Tape. Yeah, I can send you a few lullaby tracks, whistled, and uh and you can just play them to the kids. Well, I might October. get back to you on that one. Yeah, have a chat to your wife. Um see what you guys think. I don't know how expensive lullabies are these days. Um you know, a CD of lullabies, so you know, this might be a Are good... they
0: actually used at all?
1: <laughs> yeah, you could probably still buy CDs of lullabies, I reckon. Okay. Um Oh, I haven't even looked at the kids section on Spotify actually. I know that some, some people
0: use for white noise. Yeah. You know. Kind of like a TV trying to find a frequency. Yes, yeah. To put their kids to sleep, could you mm. do a tape of them for me? Uh, but uh, you have to be generating it with your mouth.
1: Whistling white noise. No, you
0: don't wow. need to whistle it.
1: That didn't sound didn't good to you because you're it. you're hearing my computer audio, but on the microphone I just spoke onto that that's gonna sound brilliant. You can just loop okay. that, loop that. Okay, so it was the Arthur theme that I whistled last episode. Uh, Cameron, Alex, Josh, Amy, Morgan, Caleb, Michael, Bradley, Eliza, and Michael all did get in correctly with that. Ollie, though, is the winner this week, Zach, Um, and Ollie has requested a TV theme. If you would like to uh, play along, all you have to do, if you know what this TV theme is, send a message to Collecting Down's Facebook page, tell me the TV theme I'm whistling, and request another TV theme for the next episode later in the week. Uh, I will just wet the lips, an integral stage of the whistling process.
0: This is What's He Whistling? Dom's learned how to whistle in self-isolation from YouTube. If you can guess what it is, send us a Facebook message and suggest a TV theme to be next.
1: I went on a little bit there because I realized there's one really noticeable part of that. And I had to remember the extended cut of that intro, but I think, I think there'll be certain people who are uh, click onto that one very quickly. But it didn't help again. that
0: I am using, I am hearing your computer audio. So I hear about <laughs> every third second. <laughs> sure. yeah. Is it a, Can you give us a, do you need, is it, a, do you, is it live action or
1: cartoon? No, uh, people don't need clues Nothing. on this one. People don't need clues. This is a very obvious one. It's a very obvious All one. All right,
0: guys. Thanks for listening.
1: That's all the time we have. We'll see you in a couple of
0: days. I say that's all the time we have, but we're not restricted by anything. (laughs) Really what I'm saying is I feel like an hour is more than enough. (laughs) I feel like we've actually gone 20 minutes too long. So we'll be back in a couple of days. Stay safe. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.